Welcome to Divine Intervention from Dark to Light. I'm your host, Karen Young, and I'm also a spiritual teacher. The purpose of this show is to give experience and give voice to the untold stories of the divine and how the divine intervened in your life and made a difference. I have questions. Have you ever experienced a dream of wonder and mourning? Divine healing, felt intuition, voice of a higher power touched by an angel, had a near-death experience, or had a vision that resulted into the divine intervention? If so, I would love to hear from you at 1-888-627-6008, 1-888-627-6008. I always say, I would love to say that this is a non-judgmental environment, and this is a healing space. Telling your story can possibly heal yourself and heal others. And another thing I like to say is your life have a higher calling. In all of our, our lives, there is a higher calling on our lives. So, today's topic, uh, was go- I was going to start out talking about the crisis in Texas, which I am going to say a prayer uh, for the Texas the Texians, the people who in Texas or whatever that's, that's affected, uh, where you just wake up with no lights, no water, no gas, no nothing, no food. Um, you know, this is terrible. This is a crisis that's on all our hearts and minds. And when I see it, I'm always uh, in prayer. And I know that divine listeners are always in prayers too, so I talk and reach out. But that's the latest. Uh, I send all my prayers out to the ones that's without water, without food, without uh, shelter, uh, electricity. Uh, we temporary probably, all, you know, this has happened to me in my home. We're temporary, and it's just devastating. And just in a few hours or five hours, uh, I've experienced this um, in 2020 where it happened. I've experienced this uh, n- a number of years, but it always lasts, and, and it comes on. The electricity come back on, and my water's not affected. But if my water is affected, my electricity is affected, food affected, and all these things that happen all at once, you just never know what kind of thing you're going to go through at a time like this or when life hits you. So my prayers uh, uplift all the families that's going through this. And then I have to find a way to give, uh, uh, I, and I will, and I go at a time and a place where they told me to give and all that, or where you send your stuff, I'll do that. But I'm just saying right now, I'm just saying, and I want all the divine listeners or all the, the listeners all over to pray for the Texas. If you can give, give, and uh, we're going to say a prayer. But I was going to get into the crisis, but something interrupt me in the middle of it. So these things happen, uh, and, I, and this diverted my attention to something else, uh, right in the middle of it. I was going to talk about the crisis, so I just wanted to say a prayer, but what happened was my daughter, she's 15, and um, she has a a friend that's her age, 15 as well, and and I I was knowing, I'm going to start just talking about domestic abuse. Uh, I think I've been knowing this child for about two years and a half. It's 15-year-old, but I'm going to tell you, it hit me today. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why I want to talk about it. Um, so my daughter, she's friends with 
a little girl, I can't say her name or whatever, but they've been friends for a little while. And she come visit me sometime and I, I know the girl have problems and stuff like that at home. So when she come over, I make her comfortable and she can, you know, spend a night with my daughter. And, and but, you know, here lately it's been it's been problems where the, the parents, uh, her mother, father is beating on the mother. It affects the child. And she's been going through that for a while. So I've been in prayer and, and all that for, I mean, I've been hearing stuff, you know, little things and other things that, you know, she's in a domestic abusive family. And so uh, it's kind of like you don't know what to do because she's saying that um, different things. She was saying that the police been called and if she says something about the abuse or, you know, tell the police that her mom uh, is being abused by the father. The father denies it, and then when they release them, uh, they release her back to the home, and then she get beat again for telling. So it's 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 really, and you say child abuse uh, hotlines or whatever. I don't know exactly all the stuff, okay, all all that, but that's what she said. If she end up telling on him or something going on with the police, or and then she's afraid she's gonna lose her family, whatever that's going on. Um, been going on, but then it'll it'll seem like it'll let up throughout the time she's been knowing my daughter. But here recently, today, um, my daughter comes. I pick my daughter up from work. My daughter's working uh, down the street from me, not that far. Thank God she has a job, you know. And I pick her up. She said, "Mom, the situation has gotten worse." I said, "How? What? What's going on now?" Because she was trying to tell me little things. Here and there, I said, "Well, what's going on?" She said, "My um, um, her friend, I'm not gonna say her friend's name, uh, father is uh, now getting to the point he was already jumping on the mother. He was j jumping on her as well, and um, and uh, she said, uh, now mom, he's starting to touch her sexually, guys. I mean, in the middle of me taking my daughter it hit me I mean this here is personal because I know this child you know I know this child and I don't know if some of you have probably know somebody too or know that uh, domestic violence happening you know all over in different phases you know of our lives but here this is really touchy I had to you know it was just on my heart it was on my heart and and it was so painful to hear that and you probably can hear the pain in my voice it was so painful I, I really didn't know what to you know do or say to my daughter at this point because at this point I'm taking and picking her up and uh, I, I'm saying what you know what what did you just say she said now mom is turning sexual she said she he took her phone for her so she won't tell nobody and uh, and now she's telling her boyfriend to, to try to find a way to hurt him and all this stuff. So you get this, this load, and you say, man, I didn't know what to do with that because my conversation was going to go on um, talking more about the crisis and how we can pray for the people in Texas, which is still in. But this hit me in a way where it hit me funny. It really did. It hit me, guys, because... One, this is a child, you know, this got to be dealt with. I, I don't know if it's me or whatever got to, but I'm just saying just the impact of it 
this is a child. You got a father that's abusing the mother. Now the child, you abusing her, and then now this turns sexual. And I was telling my daughter at the time it probably already was sexual, and she didn't tell you, you know, because that's something you don't want to say. But um, what I'm saying is, domestic abuse been been a part of our problem for since I mankind. You know, it is nothing that's 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 old. I mean, that's new, but it still affects all of us. And so I immediately, you know, I, I'm like, Lord, I really, I'm getting angry. And I and I always go, I know that every problem, and I say this, I say this, divine listeners, I say every problem is a spiritual one. Everything is a spiritual one. So I have to go to God. I have to go to divine. Yes, I probably have to go to the authorities. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that because I don't know. I have to be led by, I got to be, have guidance from God how my part in any of this is. But all I know is right now I had to go in spiritual level uh, the way I do. This is what I know. And so I did immediately, I began to pray in my car. And I said, you know, before the show, I said, I'm gonna have to meditate and pray and, and I'm gonna have to calm down before uh, I get on the show. And I also gonna have to ask God, uh, guys, to remove my judgment so I can pray, so I can uplift this family to uh, ask God to heal it. And so I knew I had to do that because I started, um, that all thoughts was going through my mind. Can you imagine, you know, here's this child and I know her. So this is a personal hit to me. This is a personal hit, you know. And so, you know, here it is. This is a father's great portrayal, a parent's portrayal of any kind to do this. This is a portrayal to the child and to himself and so i i immediately uh guys i went i into meditation i went into prayer and i asked god i said lord i said um, god would you please remove all judgment because i can see i have some and i have more than you know and i have a right to have judgment when i say i have judgment no i have a right to feel what i'm feeling that, that i'll never uh, condone any of this action, but I have to deal with it in a spiritual way, which I have to, I have to surrender to God in a certain way where I can be of service as far as healing and uplifting his family. But I, and I started thinking when I was praying, I said, this is not the only family that's going through this domestic violence and sexual abuse. There's families all over, not only the United States, but all over the world dealing with things like this this is something that's uh excuse me affect all of us and so i began to pray for all families that's affected by this i began to ask god to move judgment so i can uh pray for all of them and and, and uphold and, and and ask god to i surrender to god to deal with the way I'm feeling and and I just feel bad for the child but you know what 
guys, even though I don't condone him, I don't like what he did, but guess what? I had to pray for him. I had to pray for his wife, which is her mother, their children. I think it's about five, ten, and not only them, but all the families involved. The per person that's doing it, I know it's radical to think this way, but this is how God had me praying. Because if it, I was in my own mind, I wouldn't be praying for him on a lower level. Okay, far as a lower vibration. So it has to be God that's moving me to do this. So I have to pray all that's involved. And with God, everybody's included in prayer. Everybody's included. It's not excluded. So as bad as this is, I have to pray for him. I have to pray for his healing, his family healing, and all the, the families that's involved. Because it's 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 a um energetic thing. It's not just uh that family, it's all the families that's going through this domestic abuse, period. Sometimes it's sexual, sometimes it's not, but whatever it is this is the domestic abuse is domestic abuse, and it's worse if it goes sexual with uh your child and your biological or your stepfather or whoever it is or a stepmother or whatever it is the adults are supposed to protect you they supposed to you look for your adults and your father and your mother or your stepfather your stepmother to protect you not abuse you and so that's why it has to be it was on my heart that domestic um abuse is not acceptable in no form, in no form is it acceptable. And what's have happened is um, this have happened in families uh, before that family, meaning that that father abused that, that, that uh, son saw the father abuse that mother. And it goes down uh, through generations that this is going on. And it may have happened to him. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know his story. I don't know the other people's story. I don't know if they had a story or even if it is. Maybe just decided to do it. I don't know. But most of the time, there's a story behind the story. And God knows the story. I don't. So since I don't, I have. And even if it didn't, whatever. I have to pray inclusive. I have to pray for the family. I have to pray for all of them. I have to pray for all the families that's affected by this. I have to lift the families uh, to uh, God, to uh, surrender and to be healed. And you say, oh, what do that do now? No, we have to do it. And it's not just me doing it. And I'm not the first prayer. Prayer has been going up. But we have to we have to pray for these families and, and to lift them to go into because this is not the way to to have a child grow up or children grow up or her mother grow up. I met the family. I'm not going to say the names. But when I met her, uh, I met her, I think, last year and um, they had just lost uh, a child. They lost a child, which was, you know, and the mother seemed very upset, you know, from that. I didn't bring up the loss of the child, but I'm just meeting her. We were meeting, uh, meeting each other because she was the daughter said she wanted to come over my house. I said, no, I need to meet your mother. I don't mind you coming over, but I need to meet your parents. But they were parents were acting a little weird. It, it was just 
you know, it, you could tell that it was abuse in the family because the mother uh, came to the door and then she ran back and she wanted to father to meet me, but he was asleep or something. It was just weird it, it, the way it was going on. But I'm empathic. I could feel everything. I could feel what's going on within my body. I could feel her hurt for her her loss. I could feel some pain or whatever it is she was going through at that time because I can feel it. And I knew this woman is abused, abused, and uh, this woman didn't seem to have a voice. She seemed to couldn't tell me whether or not her daughter could come over my house or not. She looked like she needed to get his approval. I mean, I know that could be sometime, but it was just like she didn't have no voice. And I knew then, I, I knew I'm like, it's something going on here uh, with this family and begin to pray. Then, you know, and I was hearing things then from the, my daughter, but they, you know how teenagers don't tell you bits, bits and pieces of things, you know, you don't know everything. But I could feel this woman, loss of child, and I could feel just, uh, she looked like she had just, I said, well, what's going on? What she said, I just came from the hospital. I was... Uh, something she was sick but I could just see she was not only just sick from the hospital but she was sick uh, mentally she looked like she had been drained from a whole lot of things so the father never did come out I never did meet him but he he just they ended up saying yes she could come over but then about an hour later picked her up so I didn't know what was going on with that but but my thing is uh it's been going on you know probably all her life, I don't know, but uh, when when my daughter, uh, she'd been coming to my room and telling me different things. One other time she came to my room and said, um, at two o'clock in the morning to go pick her up, I couldn't. I said, I told my daughter, I said, I can't go and pick her up. I said, we may have to call the police and I begin to pray because I can't just go and pick up a child out of some, out of their home, you know. And some said, what do you do? But, you know, this is two o'clock in the morning. I, I'm, I, I'm like, what's going on? And she said the father found out that the daughter has a boyfriend and he's uh, going to jump on her or want to jump on her. It's just a sad story. All of this, I'm telling you, this is uh, sad stories. And I know it's more sad stories, you know, in the news and all over. I'm just addressing uh, because it's on my heart and it's in front of me. And uh, God wants me to talk about it and wants me to to uh, to re re uh, surrender to him and in their healing and he and not only just this family and families all over. So um, I began to pray that day, uh, that night, two o'clock in the morning. I don't know exactly what was going on. Like I said, it has its peaks and it's, you know, uh, secrecy. Uh, my daughter tell me this and that and the other, but what she told me today uh, really uh, made me feel about the children just all over that this is happening to, not just girls, uh, little boys, and, and whomever that this is going on with. And, and, and it's, it's bad enough that, you know, you know, we have predators out here, but if the predator is in your home, it's... Uh, it's so, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And uh, I'm here to say that, you know, 
God is here. God is in this. God is in this. So we have to pray and we have to do other things and take other measures, but we first have to deal with this on a spiritual level. There is a spiritual level going on before the physical level. There is healing that needs to take place. And that's what I'm praying for. That's what my message is. is There's a healing that takes place, but uh, we have to get to it first through God, through the divine. And I always talk about it. I always, you know, go back to us and God and what we're uh what we're about, we're divine beings, and we have these horrible things happening to us all around us, and uh, they are put in our life. Uh, I believe this was put at my feet right now for me to talk about it, to bring it up, to have it in conversation, because it's 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 it can go in a secret, you know, in secret fest and and all that. It can go. Uh, it's it's one of those. Um, Topics you really don't, and I really didn't want to talk about it. It was so painful to hear. I did not want to talk about it. I did not want to talk about my uh, daughter's friend's father doing this to her. This is terrible. This is a terrible uh, thing to happen to a young child. Who do you trust if you can't trust your parents? And I doubt she can go to her mother help because her mother's a victim if the mother don't already know about it so I have to have guidance on what my role is and what I'm supposed to do and and I will I'm just not gonna get into it over because it's it's private but you know I'm but I do have to bring it out front it was on my my uh, heart that uh, domestic abuse is 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 just always been in the community it's always been a part of us and a lot of people we don't like to talk about a lot of people don't like to bring it up it's a uh you know it's 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 a sensitive situation it's a sensitive you know scenario uh problem it's just sensitive and uh and some of you guys may have been through it or probably is going through it now but if you are you have got to get out of the situation. Get your children out of the situation. I, I don't know how. You have to find a way to get out of this. It's just not uh, natural to be abused every day and all day. You've got to pray your way out, and you can. You have to have faith that you can get your way out of this situation. You have to call upon God. You have to call upon Christ consciousness and you got to call upon help that's uh, available to you. Uh, you know, I don't know, shelter, women abuse shelter, look it up or get out of this violent situation. And I don't know what uh, this girl's uh, mother's story, why she haven't, uh, you know, gotten out of uh, this situation. And like I say, if you do not know yourself and you do not know what's going on with you spiritually, you do not know how to deal with yourself in many ways. If you don't run your own subconscious mind or run your own mind, I always say somebody else will. Not only will they run your mind, they will run your children's mind and they will abuse you if you don't love yourself and know who you are.
when you know who you are, you 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 won't take it. You have to find another way. And I'm not saying that, you know, you, it's just a lost situation when you can't get out of it. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying when you know who you are, when you know who God is and you're in prayer, you'll find your way out. And if you don't right now know who you are and where God, you still, God is still, God is, God is here. The divine is always here. We just got to connect to the divine. And know and have faith that you can find a way out of the situation. Find a way out, you and your children or whatever it is that. And and, and um, people think it's just um, kidding or something like that. But And that's abuse too. But uh, verbal abuse is bad too. I mean, you know, on both, you know, it's just bad. Verbal abuse, mental abuse, all of that domestic abuse, all of that abuse that have in there. You don't deserve that, men or women. You don't deserve that. God wants us to live a wonderful, good, healthy, positive life. And if you chose a, por- a partner that that was like this and you didn't know he was like this and he continued or she continued to be abusive, it's up to us. It's up to us. We say it's no way out. It's always a way out. And I know that, you know, I'm not judging, but, you know, it's always a way out. You have to have faith. You have to know that God can get you out of the situation or the people that's, you know, it's always help, help, you know, with. uh, You may have to change your situation, your living situation or, you know, shelter. I'm not here to I'm not an expert on these things. I'm just, you know, I'm speaking from pain and I'm speaking from love, you know, because you don't want your children to go through something like this. You don't want to go through something like this. This doesn't look like love and nothing about love in this. So you have to go. You have to find a way to get out of this situation. And it start with you. Start with with, where, where your vibration is at. Start with your thoughts and feelings about yourself and your children. And and you've got to go to God. You got to pray. And if you don't believe in that, that's fine. But if you can find somebody, a friend to get you out of it or whatever, uh, but you're talking to divine intervention from dark to light. So it's always from dark to light. So you're talking to me. I'm going to tell you where you have to do. And that's what go to God, go to prayer and seek guidance and get all the guidance you need to get out and have faith. Have faith that God can get you out of there, get your children out of there. And when you do get out of there, it's not over. You need you need to heal from that spiritually and you need to uh, uh, get professional help. There's help around psychologists, psychology, uh, counseling, Uh, whatever it is, therapy, whatever it is that you need to get. But prayer is definitely in that. Prayer to get the help you need. Prayer to uh, get the right therapist. Prayer to, I pray for the right doctors, the right therapist, the right whatever. Pray for the right shelter, the right people in the shelter if you leave it. Pray for all the right things. 
so you can get the help that you need. But you need to get out of the situation, get your children out of it. If it's just you and just another partner, get out of it in the relationship. If it's abusive, because nobody deserves to be in a situation like this. Where you can't speak, you can't be around family, you know, you're being controlled. And it goes back to if you're not controlling yourself. You're not controlling who you are and taking care of yourself spiritually and taking care of yourself mentally, uh, then somebody else will. Somebody else will. So you have to get the praying, your thought process together, get your mind together and, and meditate. If you have to get some quiet, get a plan and get out. We want to be safe. We want to be healthy. We want our minds healthy. And then after we get out, we want our, our minds healed. And, the, and I always ask God to heal my mind. Even though you're going through the therapy, I ask God to do all these things. And you know God can do all things through Christ to strengthen in us. He does everything. Because what? He's the creator. Creator in this. And I was just so heartbroken. I was so, you know... Heartbroken, but not just for just this child, but for all the children, for all the domestic that's around that you hear. This is not the first situation, but it is. And young girls being treated like that. And, and, and you know, I just have to share my story. It, it's not like hers, but it's like a lot of girls. And, I, and you guys know that I always speak the truth. I'm always naked with the truth. And I, you know. Uh, I'm just going to tell you what happened to me, and I had to pray at that time. So here we go. So uh, I was uh, a young girl at, at her age, a little younger than her, uh, one of the girls. Uh, I um, was 13 years old, i never forget, uh, in the eighth grade, and I, was, I hadn't seen my friend uh, for a long time. I visited my sister, but my friend... Uh, lived in the same uh, building um, that my sister, I mean, uh, lived. We hadn't seen her in a while. I, I said, uh, I'm going to go and visit my friend. Uh, and she said, you can spend the night because we grew up together, but I hadn't, been, I hadn't seen her in a while. So I was in eighth grade at the time. And so she said, uh, it, was two, it was two sisters. I said, yeah, I'm going to spend the night and everything. And, and I was so happy and excited to see them. And uh, uh, they had an older brother. He was older than us, way older than us. He's probably in his 20, I don't know, 30s. I don't know. But I was in eighth grade. And he's always gave me the creeps. He always gave me the creeps, even when I was younger and stuff. I just, I'm just going to tell you. And so, um, and so I spent the night, I went on to go to sleep, and uh, this person, the brother, uh, I'm, I'm, but I always knew about God, and I thank God that, you know, that, you know, that my mom taught me about God early on. Everybody don't know about God and all that early on. So, uh, so. He came in the room. I, like I said, I'm empathic. I could feel him coming in the room as I was half sleep and half not sleep. 
and I could feel him. He was wrestling with the covers. I began to pray. I began to pray. I, I, you know, prayer works for me, and prayer works for a lot of people. And I'm not saying, I'm just telling you my experience. I began to pray right while he was doing it, messing with the covers. I said, Jesus, Jesus, help me. And I forget whatever other prayers that I did, but I was asking God to help me. And I began to get louder, and uh, I began to call his mother's name. And I think when I began to call his mother's name, because I was calling Jesus, and I, you know, and I began to call his mother's name, I think that scared him, and he moved away. But it was such an awful feeling uh, in that incident to have him do that, to come in that room and, and, and start messing with me. I already knew what could possibly happen, but I, you know, but I, prayer works is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, whatever, I'm just telling you my experience. I, and I always got to be, and I prayed all night because I was afraid that he was coming back for me. It's, it's just that I scared them off. But sometimes I'm just saying, imagine if it went through or whatever, how disgusting you feel when it actually happened, you know, as a girl, a young person, and let alone your that person and this other person is your, your relatives or your father, whatever. It was disgusting feeling. It was so disgusting that I remember this to this day. But uh, I was so scared and, and everything, guys. So... Uh, I was trying to do everything to get to my sister house early in the morning as possible because that frightened me. That him coming in there feeling on me and all that at that time, it just freaked me out. And nothing really had done, but just in that, just in that, whatever that was, you know, it, it, it just felt humiliated. And so what I'm saying is I, begin to pray, you know, I was trying to get out the house. I said, I need to get to my sister's house. Uh, she lives in this building, but I have to get to her floor. She's on another floor, higher floor, I have to get out. So I was trying, and, you know, everybody was still asleep. Nobody even knew all this happened. And I know, you know, worse things happen to people. I'm just saying prayer, I always had prayer. Prayer works. And uh, even if it does happen, it still works to heal you toward wherever you're trying to get. My point is prayer works, even if it takes place, if you still surrender to God, ask God what's your guidance, what's the next thing to do, prayer works. And so it's just that I was happy to be saved that time. It could went real loud. Anyway, I was trying to get out of the house. I was trying to put my clothes on. I was trying to get out as soon as I could. And, you know, it's just like law of attraction. Whatever you're trying to get away from, you attract it, you know, because you're trying to get away from it. And the very thing you're trying to get away from it, it's like once I got my clothes on and my shoes on and I rushed to the elevator, when the elevator opened, it was just like a movie. There he was. <laughs> he was right there. I'm trying to get off the elevator. He's getting on, but I was, that was it. I was on my way out, off the elevator. But out of all the people, I didn't want to see him. And that's who it was on the elevator. But make, just saying this to say that prayer works. 
prayer works, you got to go to the divine. You have to, to pray to get through these things. And uh, that was years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. And imagine something happening that's actually going through. You, you'll never forget that. You know what I'm saying? You know, if that impression on me happened, imagine all the way. And some of you probably have already had worse things. You say, oh, that's nothing. That's worse. But I'm just saying how that, that had impression on me. And he hadn't even gone the far as he could have went. But what I'm saying is prayer works. Prayer does work. Even if it did happen, even if it did occur, you ask God to heal your your mind, heal your soul. And if you got courage enough, you this is radical. You pray for the person that did it to you. I know it's radical. It's a radical thing to say. Because as long as that person and you see that person, uh, you're a victim to it. He could still have power over you. I know it sounds crazy, but God neutralizes all that when you pray for them as well. You pray for them, yourself, and all that's involved. It's a radical thing, and God is that way in the way that we pray for the one that did us wrong, uh, the one that this, that this happened to us. And took advantage of us. That's a more of a healing prayer for all, inclusive. That way you, you know, but you may not be able to do that. And if you can't, that's fine. But when you're able to get ready to do it, it's a healing that takes place in both of you. And that's why I'm saying I'm praying for that whole family and all the people and all the vibration of the other families and the people that's why i'm saying what i'm saying and uh you know how god say pray for your enemy uh you know the one that did you wrong and i used to didn't understand it and i still don't i'm not saying i got all this down together i really don't i'm saying this is what god had me say tonight and what i and i have done in the past but it's not always been easy. And, and let's go back to him. I, I, you know, I haven't thought about this in years. Did I pray for him? No, I didn't. I probably did years later. I don't know. But I, at the time, no. I was praying for God to help me get out of that situation. But after, I'm just saying after everything has taken place and you need healing, uh, that's your healing prayer. That's your healing prayer, if you can say that prayer, because sometimes it's just you can't say it. You can't pray for the person that, that did you wrong or sexually abused you or whatever. And so, therefore, you just pray for healing. You pray for forgiveness if you can. If you can't do that, whatever it is you can, but you have to pray that God heal you. And that that if that's just good enough too. let God heal all these wounds uh, that's taking place in you and in us. Or if it happened to your daughter or your your son or anything that happened like this, it's devastating. It's devastating to the family or if it's friends. These were my friends I grew up with, uh, you know, but it's still if it takes place, at, you know, at a friend house or whatever, a stranger or whatever that's happening, uh, you know, it's still 
terrible. It's, it still feels bad. But when it's domestic, violent, and it's your own family harming you, beating you, beating your mother, abusing your mother or your mother abusing your father, whatever way it is, it's even more. It's something about it's domestic violence. It's, it's something about the, the self, it's portrayal of the family. It's something feels so uh, violation, it, it, you know, these are the parents. These are people that's supposed to love you. And it's domestic violence, violence toward you. And how do you get away from that? You live with them. And you you love them. You love them in, in other ways. You know, you, you know, uh, you have a relationship with them outside of that, too. You know, they're your parents or they're your aunt or uncle. And so you still, some people still have a normal relationship, but that this is taking place and this abusive is still going on. You're still in the home. And so I'm in prayer for all this. I ask God to heal it. And if it's not in the right place, Lord, remove them out of the home. Remove them to a, a safe place, a loving place, a more positive place, a place where they can live, have a voice with love. And, and and seek guidance, seek help, seek um, seek counseling or whatever it is, like I said, you have to do. But we have to start with ourselves. We got to know what we're placing ourselves and our children in. And if it didn't start out that way, I mean, if you didn't know that this was like that uh, and the flags came later or whatever, you got to find a way to get out of it. If possible, you have to find a way to get out of it. Start with you. It start with prayer. It start with your thoughts, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your daughter. We know how you feel about your family and we know. But you got to feel where they safe and healthy. You got to get them out. And so it starts with you. It's always starting with the foundation of God, your thoughts, your feelings. Uh, your lower vibrations that's taking you there, that continues to make you in the cycle that you're in. You got to rise your vibration, rise your thought process, rise to the divine, surrender, and move forward in a healthy way. In a healthy way. It could be, like I said, mental abuse and verbal abuse. And none of you deserve that. You don't deserve it. So you have got to have your healthy thoughts around you, healthy vibration up where it can go to healing, for healing. And when I prayed, I prayed for the a high is good for all, all included. And I had to ask, like I said in the beginning, I had to ask God, said, Lord, remove my judgment. Well, I can't say my message tonight. Remove it. Now, will it come back? It may, because I, I'm angry in ways. But right now, I ask God to move it, and he have. So I can pray for this family and uplift it and surrender to God where they make a different choice, a better choice, even if that choice has to be broken up in that family and, and, and have those kids safe, the wife safe, the mother say, and the father going somewhere else. I don't know. 
I don't know how all this turned out. All I know is prayer works. That's what I know. I know that energetically, I know that vibrationally, prayer works. And if it takes all of us to pray for this situation, I ask that you do in your lives, for your neighbors, for whoever you know, if you've been abused and you're out of it, pray for your another abused person that's in it. Domestic violence. Violence is never a place for home. This is where we live. This is where we live. This kid has nowhere else to go. And uh, at this moment, and I'm praying for God for her release, uh, for her resolution, or and for every child or or situation that has this resolution where it could come to where they have a, a safe home. It happens. Prayer works and, and community work, and 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 they do have uh, homes and uh, shelters for people, and they are getting help, and they are moving on in their lives and moving. You have some to stay. You do have some that you know uh, continue to, to stay in the cycle. Because they have not gotten to the point where they they are in their spirit and changed their their vibration, changed their thoughts, and, and and got with God and changed have another perspective on their life, changed all their perspective about uh, themselves and others, and not feeling like they had abuse. Because sometimes, like I said, it's going through generations, so it's not easily. Uh, it's something that needs to be worked on. You have to work on yourself and then you have to get help for it. And then a lot of us, we, you know, don't have the money to get help for it. Uh, you know, we, we don't have the, the money for therapy. I mean, it's good to say go to a therapist, but they cost. But I think there is uh, also free things and three, free uh, counseling too. So, I mean, look forward. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, you know, psychiatrists or psychologists, I don't know. All I'm saying is it starts with us. It starts with us. It starts with the divine. It starts with the divine beings that we are. We got to know who we are and where we putting our children at. And when we find out that this is going on, we have to take action. We have to take action and we have to take it now. Because we don't want our children to continue to live in this situation. This is toxic. What I heard is just toxic. This hit home to me. This hit home to me like never before. I mean, you know, I, I've heard of that happening, you know, but right here. You know, right. And so I have to pray for guidance of what I need to do next, like I said, but I'm praying for her and all the other families that's, that's experiencing this. This is a terrible thing that that's happened. But there's always guidance, always hope. I know that it sounds like, but it's always hope. It's always a message of hope in this. And, and it can be lifted with our prayers, the divine prayers, the divine, divine listeners, you all are praying people too. You all meditate. You all want the good. Even if you send just, you know, out your prayers or out your, 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 
positive messages, whatever way you can. Uh, we all have to pray for one another. This is what it's about. We all touch by each story. We all touch by each other. We have to find a way to deal with each other. And, and in crisis, like I said, you know, the Texas crisis, I, I, I did want to talk more about that. And I'm praying for them and, and, and the crisis of that. But this is another type of crisis that hit home in a way that it's got to be addressed. I don't even know if I talked about abuse. I may have talked about it on my show, but it came up again. If I did, it came up again in this way. And and this is personal because it's this is a person's father, biological father, and this makes it more. And uh, I'm really gonna have to pray because she want to, uh, you know, see that he's hurt. And I don't know if it could go into something else. So I have to pray on that and find out what's going on with that, or if you know. And somebody say, well, yeah, that might be justified, but it, it can go into something further than that, you know. So I don't know the whole story, but I'm just asking for you guys uh, prayers and I will be praying for the situation myself. And not only her situation, I'm always praying for the highest good of all, for all situations that's involved like this, worse than this or in the same domestic abuse situation. We have to pray for them and we have to pray that God and we surrender and God's light and love can reach them and turn the situation to something positive. And it happens. It's, it happens all the time. So I'm not just praying for one person to break all this up so everybody can be in a healthy situation. And like I said, and, and the ones who continue to go back in a cycle, they have to, to, to find out what's going on with them. And it could be, like I said, generational, but you have to find out what's going on with you where you continue to go back into this cycle while you keep going back to the, the uh, abusive cycle. And what's going on with you. And you have to clear all that up. All that programming that, that started this in the first place. Like I always say, we all programmed. And one way or another, we was programmed as children. It's this susceptible. And it seems normal. So you meet, uh, it's possible that you meet the same person just like your father that abused your mother. Or you become like your father when he abused your mother. Either way. You, you, you're getting into the cycle yourself. So somebody has to look at it. If you know to look at it, if you listen to my show, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at your thoughts. You have to look at your beliefs about yourself. Why do I attract or keep going to the same abusive men? What's going on with me that I feel like it's okay? Yeah, mom used to feel like it was okay. She dealt with it. She hid black eyes and she think that it's okay. That don't have to be me. And you look into it. You get more deeper with yourself. Nobody can dig deeper than you can. And when you dig in deeper, you asking God at the same time to give you guidance how to deal with the situation. 
how to deal with you. And he will. But you have to do the work. Because when I say you have to do the work, I mean, you have to do the work to free yourself, to free your children through God. Because if you don't, you go back on autopilot and you don't even know why you are accepting the same things over and over. You got to know why. And knowing why it's just not enough. You got to dig in deeper and change those beliefs to a different, change your perception about yourself. Change your thoughts, change your beliefs and get more deeper with yourself and get deeper with God, get deeper with the divine. And you'll know how to deal with those situations. And it's not easy as I'm saying it. I'm not saying that everybody's in uh, different situations. Everybody's in different, uh, they have different ways of doing things, but I'm just giving you my point of view. That's what my show is about. And, um, how you can get into God, stay in the prayer, get into whatever program you need to get to deprogram yourself from being in that state of mind. So, guys, I hope this was helpful to you and that um, that you all say a prayer for my daughter and her friends and all the other domestic uh, violence families say a prayer for Texas and their situation. I say a prayer for all you guys, but that was on my heart. And uh, my next show is uh, March 6th, 2021, Saturday at eight o'clock PM central time, divine intervention. And uh, I would love to leave with you all that prayer works. And I want you to have a great week great weekend. I'll see you in two weeks. I love you and good night.